How you doing, brother? Man, I don't know how I'm doing. How are you doing? Is this hold hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This man will miss the legs. Khalil, what a series we're in for, bro. Oh, my, yes. Yes, I am highly anticipating every game, bro. Like, honestly, I have been wrong so far through these playoffs, man, and I'm not even What you mad. mean by wrong? Bro, first let off, me, let I, me know because you the hold on, you the main one that never think you wrong when you talking basketball. Let it be though. Tell the people what's up. My predictions have been so fucked up. Like stuff has been so far left from what I've been thinking, bro. First off, the Heat, Jimmy Buckets, this man deserves the credit, all of it. He deserves to be put. As an all-star next year, I don't care how the regular season look. If we know this man is going to show up and get his team to the next step every season, he got to get that look. It's a must. Okay, so by you saying that, isn't that basically what the MVP is supposed to be? How we'll get into LeBron not getting a vote later, but why do you think people are still dissing Jimmy Butler? And what? Why did you rank them so low? Like, what? What did you not think that they can accomplish? Like, why did you do Jimmy Buckets the way you did? I didn't do him that way. The Miami Heat did themselves that way. First off, they almost missed how they almost missed the postseason to start off with. They almost didn't okay. make. So coming in, if we're looking at them like, all right, they having trouble in a play-in tournament. How can we actually? actually put them up there and say, well, they can knock off the Bucks, or they can possibly knock off the Knicks. They can make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. And mm -hmm. maybe the NBA Finals, depending on how to look. We couldn't predict it because they didn't set themselves now that's up. how you're supposed to shoot. From now on, that's how you shoot. So Whoa. as a I give Jimmy a I give Mr. Credit. That's his city. I'm sorry, Wade County. That's Jimmy County right now, man. The brother is balling. He's a fucking okay. So yes, he may be balling, but bro, is it okay? So the first round, who did the Heat go against in the first round? The Heat went against the Bucks. Okay. So they went against a Bucks team that many like yes, weren't they number one in the East? But yeah, most they, people didn't think that this Bucks team was a hundred percent healthy, correct? I don't care what nobody thought, bro. I'm saying going into the playoffs, they held that number one seed. Giannis was looking healthy. He went down only one game and he played the rest and still lost this series. So if we're talking about Giannis Antetokounmpo, top three player in the league. Leading his team to the number one seed going into the playoffs facing the AC, you would suspect that they're going to be able to beat that AC. Okay, so are you only putting them on this pedestal because they lost game two with this next series? No, I'm not even worried about game two of this next series. Honestly. Why not? 
Because I still think with Jimmy Butler in that lineup, they can close this out of six. Mm. I still that's, think, and that's, that's big talk. That's big talk for somebody that didn't really believe in Jimmy Butler. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, hey, a, I'm, I'm an Atlanta Hawks but bias, but I know what time it comes when it comes to Pat Riley. Like the brain of Pat Riley is something that can that can't be matched. All right, it's good to go. Or if you're talking about Jerry West. I hear you, brother. I hear you. And I hear about the organization being the type of organization that pushes the hard work and all that stuff. But it's the players on that court to actually live up to those expectations. And that's what the Miami Heat do. Their players are fucking dogs, bro. They're fighting for every possession. They're diving on the ground for loose balls. Is it just the players or the system of the Pat Riley and Eric Spoelstra tandem? I don't know because because these aren't just the same players like they constantly change in that organization. Here's their credit because they are something that I can actually look at and I can criticize and I can say this working. But if I don't see a blueprint to the Pat Riley system, I can't say this is the reason this is working. How can how can you not see a blueprint if this isn't their first time in the playoffs or winning a championship? Well, the reason I can't see a blueprint because LeBron and D-Wade and Chris Boston teams, they were not as gritty as this. Yes, they went out there and they won championships, but they didn't have to be as gritty as this. They didn't have to be, have that dog like what these teams have because they don't have that star caliber, so they're more dog-ridden. They have to be out there fighting for the boss. Fighting it is the Lakers taking game one in a dominant AD performance, right? Yeah. But – I'm pretty sure that everyone and their mother really believed that the Lakers were going to win game one. They literally just came off of game seven with the Sacramento King, a young Sacramento Kings team that put that fire under their ass. So you saying that you suspected the Lakers to win game one? No, I knew the Lakers was going to win game one. Like that was a, a given. Yeah. I had that feeling too. It was literally like, hey, Lakers got game one. But after that game one performance, honestly, I look at it and it's going to be a long series. I'm going to say this. It's going to be a long. How did you get that from that series? From that game? Because that Steph game. I'm Thompson and Jordan Poole all had six threes a piece. Six mm-hmm. threes a piece. If they're going to be shooting like that, LeBron and them, they can get D Lo gave them 19. Fucking um, what's my boy? Uh, shooter? No, not shooter. Uh, the guard, the one white boy. Oh, Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves. He give them a consistent twenty. They can look at that like, all right, if we could get that for six games, seven games, then we're good to win this series as long as AD and LeBron can pull it through. But who is to say that? Fucking D'Angelo Russell can give you 19 or give you 15 every single game during the series. And if he can't pull through with them numbers, you're going to need the next man to step up. They got to focus on that next man mentality in their whole roster because they bench has to be strong facing the Warriors because the Warriors don't even have to have a deep bench, but they do. They have a bench that can literally consistently put up buckets. See, I hate when people keep saying that because Clay hasn't been he has been looking at shell of himself lately. The only player that I think and then Kevon Looney, Kevon Looney and 
Kevon Looney in late games can't do anything offensively, so he basically didn't play You're in saying, the latter parts of the fourth quarter. You said hold on. The shell of averaging 20 in the playoffs right now. What do you need from him? What do you need from him? It is obviously working. This series is going to put people on front street and finally acknowledge how I know Steph is the greatest shooter of all time, but this series is going to acknowledge the the fact that they needed uh okay you're saying clay did 20s no clay in those series had monster numbers like we like we can't hold clay to that like ad like we we need ad to get 35 20 rebounds a game we need him to be that dominant player for them to win Clay yeah. need those dominant he can't be a, a a good superstar he has to be Dominant. I agree with you, but to a certain extent, the Dre, I mean, excuse me, Clay and Steph Curry don't have to put up as many shots. I know Steph Curry just had his all time high of 39 shots in the game that he just put up, but they don't have to put up as many shots as they used to back in the day for them to be a successful team. And they showed you that last year because they have other options on the court that can put up the big shots too. Yes. Jordan Poole just missed the game tying three yesterday. But the man hit six threes in that game. One step in, if he took one step in, he probably would have banged that. So we just missing a big shot. He took the big shot. So I don't hold him accountable. Wait, are you are you really on that bandwagon of Jordan Poole is not the guy to take the shots, bro? No, he I'm literally not. shot six from ten. Yes, I I'm not I, I, I'm I credited the man for taking the big shot. I said that was a big shot, and he took No, it. but you literally said, but if he would have did. No, he shot six from fucking ten. He okay, shot six from ten. Bad, the shot was a good shot. A better shot. Listen, if he's wide open, he got the ball. Draymond got him that ball when he was wide open, one step in. Yes, you can criticize a shot, even if you're making them all day. You can literally still say one step in is a better shot for me. No, it's not. You can you still know why? Look at, no, because Damian Lillard still goes back and says that was a dumb shot that he shot in OKC. It wasn't a good shot. He should have took a step in. Even when you make it, you can go back and be like, damn, I had a better percentage of making it if I was a little bit closer. It's just simple. That's the Okay, simple that's Damian Lillard being up. Probably oh. the only superstar on his team. He Jordan Poole is literally shooting with. He's in the locker room with. He's practicing with the greatest shooter of all time. And you and everybody else knows if you're sitting there playing on the court with another superstar, that in if you're playing with fucking LeBron, that energy every time Austin Reeves has LeBron gets off the court, Austin Reeves turn into the white mama. Tell me, am I wrong? It's a different type of energy, a different type of confidence you get when you plan with a certain caliber of player. Okay, you keep saying, oh, that's a smart. No, the only person that I've seen that hasn't cared about the type of people he's playing with that remain himself is Kevin Durant. That is the only player. Devin Booker is going off right now because he has that, that he remain. has that crutch of Kevin Durant by his side. KD's himself right now? I was going to get into that because you just brought up Clay's numbers and it's looking pretty similar. KD's still putting up 
over 20 points a game. That was your argument earlier, right or wrong? KD's a first option. But you just say he isn't looking up himself. You literally just no. I'm saying numbers argument. Listen, KD is supposed to be a first option. Clay was always a second option. He's always been Curry's two guard. I'm saying that it's okay for your two guard numbers to go down if the star is still producing or you have another option out there. But your one, your first option has to be able to produce. If we're going to say that Devin Booker is the first option for the Phoenix Suns, that means in the big moments throughout every series they play, it better be fucking Devin Booker face who is getting held accountable. But it's not. Who is the first oh, face? Okay, 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 okay. Who is the first face? I was face about to say. No, I was, I was going to say because I thought you was going the route of he needs Take to step up. And I was going to say he hasn't stepped up, but he no, hasn't he, been the one okay, held I, accountable. I, I, You're I, right. Hey, who gets held accountable if that team doesn't win? Kevin Durant, you're right. You're exactly. Klay right. Thompson doesn't get held accountable if the Warriors doesn't win. It's going to be Steph Curry. That is a first option. Kevin Durant has lived his whole career as a first option. Now he is not putting up the points of a first option. He's letting Devin Booker take the crown because this is your city. That's not Kevin Durant. That's not the same Kevin Durant. We can't say that is the same Kevin Durant. So what do you think the problem is with Kevin Durant? Because it seems like it seems like I, you're a hater right now. Because <laughs> you just brought up the number argument. I'm just saying. Okay, I think him taking the back road to Devin Booker dropping 40, Devin Booker dropping high 30s is what's causing them to lose these games. I think that they need to get Kevin Durant activated early. He needs to get his shots up instead of passing the ball and letting Devin Booker take the first shots of the game. KD needs to be the one getting people down to the post doing his fadeaway getting his buckets, getting his feel for his shots. Because if KD gets started, now they're going to double KD. Now you can get somebody else started. But why is why is the focus, why is old man CP3 keep falling under the, the radar? Like, I don't know how many times I'm going to see that mid-range uh, shooting across the shot, missing. Like, like why is he not held to the fire? Because he's been mid all season. He hasn't been doing shit all season. So now we're focusing on the players who we think are going to help this team get somewhere. If CP3 hasn't been performing all season, we're not going to hold him to the fire because obviously he couldn't take the heat for the regular season. So why would he be able to take it for the playoffs? So does any credit goes to Jokic? And because people, people, because I was arguing on Twitter earlier. People love the hate on the Nuggets having a boring game, but that first game and second game wasn't too boring to me. It wasn't, and honestly, it wasn't either. Literally, I sat down. I'm going to get them credit. I want to say this, too. This is the first time that I have ever looked at a Nuggets team probably in the last 12 years as like, damn, they a threat. I don't remember the last time I thought that a Nugget team can win a chip. And don't go on your mouth. Not back. even the bubbles nugget? You wasn't on that one? Because no, because no, it was always underwhelming. I swear to you, it was always, but this year they look fierce. Jokic looked like he's on a mission, bro. What's I the fierce of it? Is it is it because of the stars of Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic, or is it just like the additions like the Bruce Brown? I think it's uh, just Michael Porter Jr. staying Porter. healthy. Like, what I, do you think is the X factor? Three stars. I think it's your three stars. Is the, who's the third? Michael Porter. Is he a star? 
Yes, he is. For that team, so you he just is count out, so so he's a he's a more factor to the Nuggets than Aaron Judge? Aaron Gordon? I'm sorry. Aaron, <laughs> oh. Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon is great on defense. Uh he looks like a totally different player than Orlando Desmond. I was saying that watching again. I was like, this see this this isn't like the Blake Griffins when he left the Clippers, but it's it's giving like it's giving me that feel like he looks like a different player. It's the work you put in, man. And he's a testament to that. It is literally the work you put in. He didn't box himself into a corner just being a flashy dunker. He literally stuck to the roots and worked. Are you saying that a different player has a good thing or a bad thing? That's a that's a good thing. Okay. But he created for himself to be is a great thing. You I'm have that so like Jeff Green come like bro. Yeah. I love him. They, bro. When they just when that light is burning on, damn, is that all he could do? Nope. I'm gonna mix it up. Same thing goes for Zach Levine. Zach Levine, he literally he showed that he was when he was in Minnesota, I believe, he showed that he could do different things. Besides yes, jump high. I can shoot this ball. I'm gonna work on my three. Now I'm a great three point shooter. I love that from a player. Now Khalil. Now, now stay with me. Stay with me. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know this NBA series is something that we probably haven't seen, and this has been a good playoff series overall. But you said something right there that makes me lead into the next topic we have right now, right? Yeah, let me hear it. You said mix it up. Listen to what I've recently heard. You probably already know we're going to get into our fight of the week, people. You already know how we get busy. Body shot, and and uh, like I'm in the ring, right? <laughs> and I got hit with a body shot, boom, and the crowd go crazy. But they don't really know. Like he was just throwing a lot of punches, so they going crazy for him. But they don't know, and he don't know that I'm really one hurt. of them hurt. Yeah, it really hurt <laughs> bad. So I'm like, I'm trying to play it off. I'm giving him the face, like I'm letting him know, like I'm still here. Right. But then but that was... and I went back to the corner, and I uh, <laughs> I sat down. I looked at my grandfather, said, Yo. I feel like I, I got you to the body Bro, we never got to talk about that. We knew our predictions in the beginning, but we never talked about after the fight. How you feeling, dog? Oh, master class, master class, master class. Tank had control of the fight throughout the whole fight. It was beautiful, man. Honestly, uh, the way Tank held the pace of that fight, even when Ryan, Ryan was throwing furries, trying to figure out Tank, trying to find openness, Tank held his composure, got his open shots. I really didn't see a Tank losing around. Um, I saw the cards. They said that Tank lost the first. I didn't see that. Ryan was throwing a lot of punches. Tank had some more. The more powerful punches that landed, the more effective ones. Then also I saw one scoring card that said Tank tied. They tied in the second. That was fucking drunk to me. I understand that shit. Tank dropped him. 
bro. Tank put on the show. He put on the show, bro. He put himself on a level where I just got to sit back and be like, he may be the one. He may be the one. After this Lomachenko fight with Devin Haney, I'll make my call on who I'm sticking behind. But that was beautiful. That was a beautiful boxing exposition by Javante Tank Davis. So the, that fact, that, the fact that you're – just putting it all on the tank, and you're saying only the Lomo and Devin Haney fight is and you're going to make your decision. Then, our most, our previously one of our first boxing episodes we've done, you was very high on this kid at Shakur Stevenson. You mean to tell me he hasn't done anything for you to just say, Oh, tank got it if Devin Haney loses the Loma? You really saying that Shakur is just not even on the radar? He's an up and coming fighter. He's the next on the list when it comes to the, trying to get the title. But you're saying just well, Tank just Shakur, watches the whole thing. Uh, Shakur, he had one fight at 135. He just came up weight. So what does that mean? If you're if you're great, if you if Floyd went to any other weight, no, bro, listen. If Floyd went to any other weight class, you would not sit there and say. Oh well, I need another fight from Floyd. No, you would say, "Oh, Floyd's in this weight class, or John Jones is in this weight class. <laughs> They're the best. They need one fight. That's all I need to see." Yeah, John I... Jones had one fight in heavyweight, and you, nobody said, "Oh well, he needs a couple more." No, John Jones. Yeah, that's fucking John Jones. Look, bro, she curious. But you was... was so high on Secure. Okay, I'm listening to me, man. I love, I got think this kid is really good, and I do want to see him as the best. But I think that he do need more notches under his belt. He needs to fight one or two more fights before he gets that Javante Tank fight. It's just how it goes, bro. Like, I don't want to see him thrown in the ring with Tank now because I want to see that he earned the fight. You have to earn that fight. Yes, you have a big name. Yes, you have beat people at 130. Yes, you are on the come up. You just had a big win at 135. So you're on the come up. But Tank should be knocking down the boys who are at the top and still think that they have a say-so in it. So Tank should wait. So do you think think Devin Haney fight and then Tank and Devin should fight? Fucking Shakur should go take off somebody's head. Fucking either Lomo, fucking Garcia, fucking... Um, what's my boy name? Uh, fucking shit. Who beat Lomo back in the day? Who was it? Ted Fimo Lopez. Fimo, go beat somebody. Go beat somebody that we know was a contender, and then go chase that belt. I just need but one. Hank fight. didn't fight either of them. He only fought Ryan Garcia. So where is the double standard in what you're saying? Tank has been dominated one thirty five. And did Ryan and even did Ryan Garcia did he even deserve that fight from what you say? Did Ryan no. Garcia deserve to be in that ring? I didn't see why Ryan was in that ring. I've been said this. It was a social media push that got Ryan in that ring. I've been said this. But I'm telling you, I need Shakira to fight another fight. Tank has been dominating 135. You can say he ain't fought none of them big names who had a stand. Standing in 135, but he is a big name at 135, and he has consistently fought. Who did you say is? What? Who did you say is? Tank. He's a big okay. name. 
he has consistently fought. He just fought back in like January or something. That's two fights this year. But is it is it the fight or the people you're fighting? Because now the I, argument is who like has he, he fought? He is out there, bro. He ain't ducking nothing. He is literally still looking for the fights. He said after this Devin and Lomo, then they'll talk about Devin. He is literally there for the fights. He has been in 135. He has been consistently winning. So he has been there. What I'm saying about Shakur Stevenson, win. Consistently winning 135, then go get a title run at it. Then go get something. Then make that fight. That's all I'm saying. You can say that take the deserve it, but he's been in 135 and he's been fighting these boys. He's been fighting that. Them are heavier boys. They hit harder. Let's see if Shakira can take them punches. Put them in the ring with another one. You get me? So how long do you think we're going to have until we actually get to see those fights? I think uh, Devin, if he wins this fight, we can see him and Tank by the end of the year. Uh, Shakira Stevenson, uh, if he wins his next two, because if Devin and Tank is at the end of the year, that means Shakira going to have to fight two fights. In between that time, two or more, uh, I would I prefer would prefer more. We can see a couple fights. I like like to see fights more often. Let these let these boxers get their shoulders work, and then we get Devin the Tank end of the year. Then we can get fucking Shakur Stevenson versus the winner of that bout. Let's say top mid next year, top of next year. I see, I see all this shit having a 12-month calendar, bro. Everything's going to be figured out in 12 months. So is this the only weight class that we actually are caring about in boxing right now? Do you Like, what do you feel about the sport of boxing moving forward? Uh, I, I really like, um, what is it? Where is uh, Spence them at 150? 145? 145? I think it's like 145, 147. It's around there. I like them. Them boys are strong. They good. Um. But do you ever care if they don't fight each other? Talking about I Spence and Crawford. They put the bad taste in my mouth for a while. I really don't know what's going on with that. And I also, I would prefer Pro Spence got in the ring, man, made a fucking fight because he he gonna get rusty. He's Who? waiting for this Terrence Crawford fight. Terrence Crawford, I don't know what he be doing with himself, bro. Like this nigga don't fight at all, and that shit's weird to me. It's fucking weird, bro. Like when was the last time Terrence Crawford got in the ring? If you're a champ, bro, vacate that fucking boat if you ain't going to hold on to it. Like, we need fights. That's what we need. The champ is supposed to be making fights. He's supposed to be cho- showing why he's a champ. Consistently, at least twice a year. But, um, I don't know what's going on with that weight class. I am also looking forward to uh, Wilder versus um Joshua. That what about shit. the Cholo brothers? Uh, which one is the big brother? I mean, the one who the undefeated when that boy Cole, the other brother, he good too. But the other brother, he he a weight class above. Think he's at one forty seven. He cold. He cold. It's a, it's a lot of up and coming fighters, dog, and we just hope that Eno, Eno, uh, the boy from out in Japan, he is that boy. Hey, man, Boots going to have a long day. I'm going to say that. I was just about to bring up Boots, man. So He's going to have a long day. That one, boy. Do they, are they, is that fight official? Like, Boots Anderson 
email that fight is going to happen? I believe it's official. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely going to email. I'm going to email route. So if is so does Boots resemble like what does he resemble towards you? Like is he going? You think he might go to Adrian Broner route or the Floyd route? Like what trajectory of his career that, you you okay, more guess? And go uh, other than those two. Um, Boots is nice, man. Because because I'm pretty sure. Um, Adrian Broner is having a fight coming soon, too. He's been training lately. I don't know, bro. Uh, I don't know who he, who he remind me of. I want to say Sweet Pea. Is he that nice? Because I haven't seen that many of his fights. Who's nice, bro? He's nice. Okay. He's nice. They've been yeah. saying it. He got some good defense. Um, he got some power behind them punches. He's a good boxer, but I think Eno is better than him by by a long shot. I think that fight's gonna be easy work, easy work for him. Yeah, I don't know, bro. I, I really like to say the boxer. I'm putting money that um I think I'm gonna win money too. That fucking Anthony Joshua gonna get knocked out. <laughs> what is the problem with Anthony Joshua, bro? <laughs> no, no, bro, no, no, no. no. Why do everybody hate oh Anthony Joshua so much? And his credit, bro. He ain't shit. He ain't run from no fights. He tried to make every fight with the biggest. No, name. he did it. That's what yeah. I can appreciate. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying like, no, he didn't try to make the fights, bro. He no, has. because been... you just said you just said I got money against Anthony Joshua. Like, anytime. Everybody's so black, black, black until it comes to Anthony Joshua. They like, yeah, I don't know about him. <laughs> I don't know about him. Uh what's that? He he lost to uh U- Usek twice, bro. He fucking got in there with it, it was the Ruiz fight. That's all it yeah. was. Nah, bro, he kept making fights, bro. He they kept didn't care about a dude looking they didn't care about the uh Hispanic knowing how to fight. They just didn't like the fact that he looked like a Pillsbury Doughboy. They did not like that. But and Ruiz has hands quicker than anyone I think in the heavyweight outside of Tyson Fury. Joshua a lot of credit, bro. He has been making these fights. He has got in the ring with all these war with all these dogs and bro, he has went to war with them, bro. And that, that shit is commendable, bro. He got in there multiple times. He even tried to make the Tyson Fury fight, bro. Like niggas don't do this, bro. They really duck fights. People and duck fights. I think fight. he started boxing late, didn't he? Uh, Anthony Joshua he started training late. I don't know. I'm not sure, but the dude has been in there trying to make these fights and I think that's really commendable, bro. And we gotta give credit to that. But I do got him got getting knocked out. Right. <laughs> knocked out is crazy. Bro, hey, 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 I'm just telling you what I got, bro. I'm trying to make that money off of it. You Let's feel? give the people what we got, man. Another week, another week of the XFL. And I know y'all been probably peeping like, oh, different ranks. They're doing everything week one, week two, week three, week four. This is actually week four that we're doing today. And they're like, um, isn't the playoffs happening right now? Well, people. We're going to do it week by week like it's brand new. Khalil, please let them know that we're on our own schedule. And y'all ain't rushing us. Y'all ain't about to tell me when I got to do this shit. Y'all ain't about to tell me how fast I got to get it done. We watching the playoffs right now. But, but we're going to enjoy these. Race. 
these weeks so that y'all can understand that we are giving y'all something to go back and have commentary to as y'all look at these film about what players are you going to like for next season. You're like, all right, they broke it down week by week. I go listen to them and find out if I'm going to be a fucking Battlehawks fan, if I'm going to be a Defenders fan, who am I going to represent next year? You can literally come back, listen to what we had to say about these players and how the shit looked to us, and you can recognize who you're going to be repping the upcoming season. But yes, it's the playoffs right now, and it is what it is. I ain't really talking much about that. Week four of the XFL, starting off with the D.C. Defenders and the Vipers, man. And the Defenders came in mm. undefeated, dog. And man. this just looks amazing. I guess yeah. I'm saying R because we basically claim teams already. Yeah. All right, here these bitch-ass motherfuckers go. What do you mean? The scoring already, bro. God damn, D.C. <laughs> But that's the thing. So they have like a dual quarterback system. Like, do you think that's a good thing to have two quarterbacks running the offense? Like one in the goal line and one coming up the field? Like, do you think that's a good thing? I mean, Philadelphia Eagles showed us it was back in 2014. They won that champ when they won a ring. So, I mean, it can be good. A lot of teams can't do it. But the ones that can, they perform it well. Wow. Wow. Whoa. What a play. Now, this is what we're talking. So, this is the Houston Roughnecks. What a hit. Bringing the boom. Man. And I say it every week, bro. The energy. The players acting like they want to be there. I say it every week. Ooh. Got him. What's the defender doing, bro? Gave him so much slack. And bro, I know I know we're looking at this game and looking at how well these players are actually playing and competing right now. But yeah. what I what we discussed, and I want you to give me some insight on it. Recently, like most of the teams that are trending, they are literally every team that's not done with the playoffs right now, they're literally picking apart players and then in the xfl to come yeah. to their training camps in the nfl how how do you feel about the nfl coming to try to pick apart the xfl's best players well it, I, I told you man i told you when uh we first started doing commentary on the xfl it had to be some type of agreement between these two organizations to allow for that to happen because uh-huh. you told me they're using the facilities at the same time the nfl is allowing that so it had to be some type of agreement when the regular season ends for the XFL that they could start signing people who performed that are on these uh, teams that didn't make the cut for the playoffs. St. Louis, Battlehawks, we've had a couple of players just get snatched from us. I'm really not sure what we're going to look like next season. but Isn't that the crazy thing, though, bro? Like It's like you can really like a team. But it's really going to be a completely different team next year. No quarterback, no top receiver. Like, yep. everything is going to be different. Everybody getting their looks of where they really want to be. That's why we got to bring value to being in the XFL. We got to get these sponsorships. We got to – we have to bring value. We got to get media coverage to these games so that we can bring an awareness and a dollar to it so that people want to actually play. You get me? No, I can't get you because Lamar getting over 200 M's and everybody taking the route of, or I'm going to have my mom as my manager and all this. What I think people don't understand, it was one kid at the draft, he retired his mom like right on draft day. 
Um, if you haven't recently noticed, a lot of players got their fifth-year options cut, and those were all top 20 draft picks. So it's real, like, I get it. You're a high draft pick. Everybody's doing all of this draft. But you don't think those players that's out of the league three or four years ago weren't top draft picks as well? Like, this is a business that I don't think they really understand that football is a business. Yep, 100%. The average like, shelf life for a professional athlete is three to five years. Yeah. Yep. So how can we bring value when they Man, only promote the ones that's making money? That's the corniest NFL, I mean, the corniest end zone dance ever. Celebration was whack. Bro, did he just do the robot? Why are you hating, bro? Bro, they should have cut him from the team right there, bro. <laughs> Why you don't like the creativity of anything? It wasn't no creativity. Brothers just did the robot. <laughs> bro, why you go back this far? I just keep trying to send him tied up. Because, uh, like, got the, fumble the, recovered. The, the, uh, the way we can look at the videos without all that buffering, like, I don't really, you, it's like a full video type thing. Oh, yeah, right there. Snatch that baby from him. All of this silence is killing Look at this, look at this, look at this. Great pass. Mm-hmm. Easy money touchdown. A little underthrown, though. And he ruined it. And he ruined speaking it. honest. Uh, yeah, it was so, a little underthrown, but that was a deep pass. That was a deep pass. But what does that have to do with the ball being underthrown? The quarterback may not have an arm that can reach him down in there. So, But that's the problem. Because if we want better talent, that ball would have been intercepted, if we're being honest. But yeah. the Orlando team is 0-3, so they don't have the athletes probably on the defensive side to actually make that play. But that was a very underthrown ball. Yeah, I get and you. that's right. what people are looking at. It's like, yeah, y'all up 27-3, but the talent is just lopsided because one team just has all the players – and there, the other team is just pulling together scraps. And yeah. Then once those top players get taken from them, then we're gonna have a a below average XFL, and I'm not with that. Yeah, I'm telling you, it has to be some type of system, bro. But I think it starts with sponsorship and getting money into these players because once these players see that they can get money down there, they're gonna get better quality. They're going to get these people off the practice squads in the NFL. They're going to get players that are actually good that needs a shot to play football again, to come and play football again. You get me? I get you, but... People need to get paid, bro. That's the biggest thing. If you can pay me, I will show up. <laughs> can pay me. And the Brahmers quarterback number 16 just got to try out with the Seattle Seahawks. That was such that a stupid... That was so overthrown. That pass was so overthrown. If the quarterback he just got to try out with the Seattle Seahawks recently reported. All right, great pass right there in the pocket. So what what do you think the Battle Hawks is like their flaws are? Because they're probably the most popular team in the XFL right now. Man, um, flaws are all over the place on defense. We it's really hard for us to stop other people from scoring. Yeah, we score big and do all that, but uh, defense be shaky, bro. 
And, and I know they probably, like you told me earlier in the season. Wrap up, big fella. They probably are marketing the offense and getting them good offensive players right now. Atlanta defense, they can hit for it, but the shit shows sometimes. Man, I'm really in love with the XFL. Look mm. at Rod Woodson. Yeah. Look at the great. Yeah. Yeah, man. They Being fumbled. Able, we lot. are here. Bro, it's so the many fumbles. here. Bro, like, if we don't stop fumbling this ball. Who? The Battle Hawks? Everybody, bro. Everybody. I have seen about seven fumbles since we've been watching this video. It's only the third quarter for every game. But how can you be mad at them? Like, look at that defense, dog. Like, I think the Seattle Sea Dragons, they probably had an all-star of a team. Like, it's – the teams always look so lopsided. It was the – like, it's four teams in this league that you can actually say is worth seeing. The other ones really look like JV teams. Man. Man. Don't make no sense how we ain't in the playoffs, but it's all good. What do you mean? We're on week four. We don't know who's in the playoffs. I'm just okay. But so even fast forward into that, do you think that Dwayne Johnson and the XFL dropped the ball with letting a losing record team get in the playoffs rather than just switching up? Or you think it's a good thing that they kept the integrity with a different division? Keep the integrity, man. Keep the integrity. We'll, we'll be back. Yeah, because I I just hope they just sit there and say, okay, we're going to merge with the USFL. Because, like, looking at these teams play, like, two bro, another times one. in one another season. One. You hear me, bro? You hear me, bro? Another one. Looking at these teams constantly play each other is like, it's, it gets a little redundant. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's week four, and I feel like we've already faced Arlington. So it's like, facing in just another city tight end play action pass and this is what i like when they have the commentary right in the game while the game is going yeah the cuts like the xfl model as a whole is a pretty good model i can't lie mm, man houston vicious i don't think the like even recently, I was seeing the NFL draft, right? Yeah, it's just the it's just how the draft is set up. It's just so much esteem with being that draft. Like, how can the XFL compete with that? Well, and it's the algae around. There go the beer snake. The That's beer. probably one of the best things I think they might try to adopt. In the NFL, but it might get shut down. But the beer snake was the probably the dopest addition of the XFL. Yeah, I mean the NFL, they can't do a lot, bro, because the uh, their funding and shit like that, bro. If it got a negative connotation around it, they won't be able to do it because they might lose a dollar to it or something like that. And you know how they are. Wade Phillips, coach of the Houston Roughnecks, legendary coach. Wade Phillips been in was a 
prominent coach in Dallas for a long time. It's glad to see that coaches that actually love coaching that really don't need the money like that. Mm-hmm. You can you can tell that they just want to be out there again. Man, the fans are just stretching out this game at the end, bro. That that one's over. See, Dragons like they're about to take this victory. Yeah, and Hines Ward is just – I'm glad I got to see – like, this is mainly why they probably don't let former players coach. Like, it's always the greatest players, always the worst coach. Yeah. I mean, Isaiah Thomas in, in NBA, he was doing good with the Pistons, so. We got yeah, the new chief throwing an interception. He might end hey. up not being in the XFL anymore. Danucci is probably probably one of the biggest names in the XFL. He might he might get the bag if they keep him in the XFL. He's a big name. But how do you feel about y'all quarterback, AJ McCarron? Oh man, why does his name sound so familiar? He was at Alabama for all those championship years. Yeah. Make fucking sense. But uh, good quarterback. I don't know if he's going to be there next year. That's the thing, though. He's did, Why? He did, he did decent for us. And, you know, they love to pull a motherfucker on a practice squad. But the thing is with him is the age thing. Like, A.J. McCarron had his stint in the um, NFL as a backup quarterback. And it just never really panned out for him because teams really did not care for him. Okay, I got you. Man, well, shit. I guess he's going to be around. Most likely, uh, I, I don't know how this free agency works. I need to do some research on it. If these players are tied to the teams or if the organization of the XFL can send somebody anywhere. I need to figure out how this works. Do you understand me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But man, so, dog, what you got going on, my boy? We had a cup. Shout out to the viewers that came in and out today. We had a we had a good outcome today, bro. It wasn't pretty much a long show, but we had a good turnaround. The first one is very interesting. Them people, them people, yeah, bro. Um, honestly, bro, it's good weather out here in Japan right now. I'm getting a lot of a Japan. lot of yeah. I'm getting a lot of stuff done today. Watching, catching up on some sports. Uh, also getting, had to re-enroll into a class. I started school here in a couple, well, next month. Do you actually want to be in college or are you just just doing it just to say you did it? What's the, what's the issue? Just to, just to, uh, extend my education and just because it's free, bro. So like, why wouldn't you do some free shit? I'm just trying to get some stuff done so my kids they can look at daddy and be like, he ain't stopped. He ain't stopped grinding. He ain't stopped his hustle. You feel me? Um, you so damn where me. do you see the business going? Uh, because the only reason I'm in school is for the money. Like, I ain't even going to hold you. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, the money is a big thing. But I'm getting my... I'm trying to get my bachelor's in in history and then after my bachelor's just staying in school finish going just keep going oh uh, i really don't know what 
I want my masters to, I mean, yeah, my masters is something like that to be in, but just focusing on the bachelor's right now in history. But I want to just try to get the knowledge of the shit that we're trying to do. So as our podcast grows, if we're just going to focus on things dealing with sports or if we're going to go a different route, looking at political things and things like that, I want to actually have some type of knowledge so that I can talk about it and not sound like a dickhead or a jackass 24-7. So I just want to be able okay, to... Okay, okay. Let me let me see if you... Let me let me, let me me test your dickhead meter. Pause. That's what y'all do, right? But let me, let me test your dickhead meter. So how do you feel about the most recent firing of Tucker Carlson? Uh, I don't give a fuck, honestly. Oh my God! How you go talk politics, but you don't care them. See you, bro. See, he about to you start. You already ready? Huh? They fired Don Lemon. They fired Tucker Carson. Uh, CNN fired uh, one. Fox fired the other. Bro, at the end of the day, these dudes got two bigger faces. It's really not gonna matter because all Tucker Carson got to do start a podcast, which already happened. Um, put his fucking media out there on his own YouTube. It's a perfect channel for him to do that. His following, people who listen to him say his wild shit. They're going to get on there. They're going to still listen to him, and they're going to back him. So they don't fire him. He's going to go get a check his own route without having a fucking, uh, it's, what is it called? A a blanket over him over what he can say. So now he can be as radical as he want. He can be as outspoken as he want. So it, I really don't give a fuck. I didn't listen to Tucker Carlson to begin with. So he's going to. Literally, keep making this money. He just get the trend. But even, if, but even, but even when you brought up Don Lemon, like he's been at CNN for seventeen years, right? Yeah. And you even saying like we're not even a thousand subscribers in yet, and you up here talking about oh, what if we can go another route? Like, do you think at a time where you should be focused on one thing and build, or do you think it's a point where you can get bored of something? And, all right, man, I'm, I'm tired of this. We're not growing. Let, let me try something different. Like, what do you think the, the disconnect comes with both of those routes? No, I think you should focus on something to build. But at the same time, you should also always be aware of what the, uh, what the current state of the world is. Because, like, think, think back, bro. Like, 2020, 2020, 2020, 21, 21, right? What was everybody talking about on podcasts? Uh, relationship. 100%. Everybody podcast was going on relationship. They even had Gilly and Wallow giving relationship advice. That's why Gilly still do it to this day. Oh, you remember? Yeah. No, you you can't say that one because if, if we said that's why he's still married to this day, Wallow brought his girl a little there, but they ain't together no more. So it's, no, I, it's different. I, I remember that episode. No, I'm talking about that's why Gilly still does the relationship advice to this day. Like, that's why he still be on Instagram. Oh. Tell that bitch to go on ahead and fucking clean up that. Like, you get me? Like, that's why. Well, why I, do you mean? Why do you, why do you think he does that still? Because it became part of the, the comedy of Gilly. Like, it's part of the comedy. It's when it, it's a part of him. It's a part of his marketing. That's him. That's what the people what is expect. that? Sticks back to that core audience. His core audience, when we first caught Gilly on the internet, on Instagram, he was doing those videos, making us laugh from it. Like that, that okay. shit. So he's gonna every now and then come back out with one of them videos. So his core audience, be, 
I literally see those videos and I start dying immediately. I'd be like, this nigga is hilarious. I don't know if he sit up and he fucking write out a script or he think about what he gonna say before he say it, but the shit be so smooth and so set up so perfectly. I'd be like, hey, this nigga should not stop this. Keep doing it at the rate he's doing it because he used to do it more often. Now he's slowing down, which is perfect because they got so much more going on over there. But back in the day, what I was saying originally is everybody was talking about relationships. Everybody was talking about relationships. Everybody and their mama. And then you had a push in like twenty, late twenty twenty one, when uh, a lot of a lot of shit was. No, I say twenty twenty when a lot of shit was happening with the BLM and all that. You had everybody talking about civil rights and all that. It's all about timing, bro. And if you got a platform that can talk about everything and can talk about it to a level of not sounding condescending or sounding fucking retarded, I think that people will gravitate towards you. Because look at what ESPN analysts do. They're able to talk about sports, but as soon as something goes down in the world, they press pause on the sports and they talk about that for 15 minutes. They give their word on that and they get back to the sports. Who does? Now I can tell you don't really talk. listen to ESPN. Because Stephen A. literally had to create his own platform where he can speak on politics freely because he recently just said that they had to cut down because their ESPN is owned by Disney and they wasn't going to poli- they couldn't really go to politic routes like he wanted to because oh. and that's why he got suspended and the time he got and he realized oh I can get cut I'm the biggest name over here at ESPN. And I could still get suspended for talking about how I feel. So he has his own platform and he's building his network because he recently went on Pat McAfee and they had to big up Pat McAfee because Pat McAfee basically did it. His sports show with his boys and his audience and he grew and with the ESPNs and the networks that he tried to be on with. They didn't allow him to come on there. So he built it himself. Now he can talk about whatever he wants because it's his platform. All right, well, let me correct myself. Excuse me, but that's what I'm trying to get to, like the to the point where we can build a platform, where we can talk about what we feel like we need to talk about at the moment, like, and we don't have to just be in a box of talking about one thing. If it's like what Stephen A. is trying to do, what Pat McAfee does, like, if we can talk about, and his show is called No Mercy. That's the poop. Yeah, if we could talk about what is true to us, because sometimes we talk about sports. And we might negate to talking about rap or we might re- negate and start talking about fucking some shit that's going on. And like, damn, bro, did you hear about what just happened with North Korea and China, blah, 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 or the agreement that just happened between China and Russia trying to get people into the fucking, um, I forget the name of it right now. But basically just like being able to talk about other things that is on our minds rather than just 100% of it we got to focus on. What we say we're going to focus on today, we can hit people with other topics and things that's going on in the world or things that's going on with sports and just not talk about football 24-7. And we could actually tell y'all, even if you're not into boxing or into UFC, we could tell you about the fight of the week and nobody's like, well, you're off script. You get me? So, so how do you feel like, because you brought up Gilly and his brand and being married and stuff. Where do you think, do you think that you actually need to develop, like we have different ranks and like when people look at our page, they expect something funny or with us or something like that. But do you feel like you personally, since you brought up Gilly, you think you need to build a brand or 
or how, or how do you feel about that? I feel like any individual who's in media or in any form of marketing, you need to have a brand behind yourself. So you and me are going to have to have a brand. It's going to be whatever Interesting. set up our brand to be. Like me, I'm a fucking married, married man, father of three right now. So that's what my brand is. Like that's what my brand will be. But the push of our brands will come also with the push of the show as the show start getting more traction as the people start wanting to know more about us as individuals we will push us because we are separate brands from the show the brand of khalil the brand of cameron the brand of different ranks are three different brands and if we can make money up all three avenues that is how you do it you get me so question for that so so you already pretty much know that so are you okay so i put it like this so one aspect when i sit to a dude former air force member bully juice he has his brand basically where he does workout videos shout out to him and he's with his wife and his children in the videos they, they'll be on his back or something while he's doing push-ups or something you've seen probably the videos and his brand is family and fitness but then you have a Charlemagne the God or something. He has a wife and children as well, but his brand isn't really pertaining to his family, even though he acknowledges it. So are you trying to go, you saying your brand could be your wife and your children. Are you gonna go the bully juice route and have them a part of your, like in your people in your lives with them, like putting them on? the front street or are you nah, keeping them behind that, the scenes no nah, uh yeah they're gonna be behind the scenes my family is my family that's my safe haven i don't want the world being able to comment or have commentary about what my family is uh, so that's what i'm trying to get it how is that your brand if they're not in the public my brand is what i am my brand is what i am so it i'm gonna say stand true to yourself to me is your brand so I believe in God. I always put God first and then my family, so on and so on. So if someone is binding to what Khalil is, they will always recognize the like, oh, that's a man of God and he take care of his family. That's the brand. You get me? You ain't got to know the family, but you know that I'm damn sure out here taking care of them. So are you going to be posted up on your bed making videos? Nah, like nah. really like how, nah. how how will some like it's cool for people to hear it like they're hearing us right now but like this is a live show and people are either watching or going to watch it how are people going to get to act how how are people going to know that that's khalil's brand because i know you i know you can tell me that but how I mean, can somebody right know that i'm gonna market it i wouldn't know i'm gonna market it until i actually sit down and imagine it and actually think about it I don't know right now, but that is something I would. Me personally, I don't. I don't know. I don't have no brand. I. I. It comes. Hopefully, it comes to me in the future. Of what I've known, I know people that that like just to hear my voice. If they see my face, they tune in because they want to keep up. But I don't. I. I don't know the direction that I want to go in. I know what I want for the show to be. But me personally, like I don't like even for social media. I just don't want to be out there like that being known like that so that's that's going to be a trouble a little situation for me 
I got you. Well, hey, in due time, as we go on this journey, we will figure it out. As we go up. So what's, what's gonna be your what's gonna be your first one? What's gonna be your first your brand post? I I want to see it because you did you showed it do it for recruiting, but you still passed with fly colors. That I I want to see what's your first brand post Khalil's gonna be. I I I'm I'm gonna be too dead. I want to see it. I did do it for recruiting. You just ain't peeping. What you did, bro? Now bro, you talk about oh brand- you did a couple I- pictures. Me Ooh, I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Bro, hey, bro. y'all. This is Manassas. Top you five eating spots. No, that ain't how it works. A brand post for recruiting duty is you setting up a post, and you are tagging the local areas where people go or that they tag, and you are setting them up to let them know what you are pushing I'm in their. Area. About half assing it. I'm talking about you. So that's what you. So that's what you define. Go be your brand for our show. No, we I'm telling. Never go pop off if you think that's. Oh, oh that's no, what it's talking. Take. You're not listening. That's what I did for recruiting duty because that's what was asked of me. Recruiting duty was for a job for someone. I was working for someone else. With this, I'm working for myself, so I can be more hands on with how I push out my brand. But there, I did it how I was told to do it. That is how I pushed the brand through with the Marine Corps. That was the base level. You could do more. Because you you like brought that. it up. And I'm sitting there like, bro, if you go do that, I saw what it was. If you go do that, that's not, that's not going to get us nowhere. I promise. I'm correcting you because you said I didn't make one for recruiting. And I'm saying I did. Okay. You didn't do it to where it's going to pop off so you could get on them veterans or them Lance Corporal uh them terminal lands pages it, it it didn't get on none of them i'll put it like that oh no definitely not bro definitely not it wasn't for active duty members the brand of recruiting isn't for active duty members it's for civilians so how do you feel about those people that's getting on those pages because we recently saw that a few social media members they're not really doing too well in the head but they have all them followers I mean, shit, get better, my nigga. Um, I hope you're making some type of dollars off of these followers we seeing on these pages, and they're just not fucking uh, AI generated. But <laughs> I, I wish, I wish everybody the best, bro. Make your dollars, make your money, get right with God. <laughs> Real shit. And let y'all know out there, we're not taking collab requests right now. Because Khalil, he told me, he said, focus on the content. So that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Oh, God. He don't I'm, like y'all. I'm just, <laughs> that's, the same, that's the politically correct way to say it. He don't but, be like y'all. <laughs> man. Like some, some right. You feel me? But on, on realness, my boy... Thank you for once again bringing these people into the realness of the different ranks. As always, my brother.